Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So you're listening to the Sales Chat Show at saleschatshow.com. Uh, I'm Graham Jones. I'm joined uh, today, as always, by Phil Jesson. Uh, the lovely Simon Hazeldean has decided to depart from our company just for today. Um, but luckily, we have a guest with us today, Peter Roper, otherwise known as the Family Businessman. Peter, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Good. And... Um, one of the things that's really interesting us, we were talking a bit earlier before we started recording, was the, the fact that in a family business, if you're selling, you're a salesperson, you're going to be given a target by another member of the family. Does that kind of make it different as a salesperson in a family business? Yeah, it does. I think so. Uh, I think you've, you've got to look at family businesses in two ways. Uh, you've got to look at family businesses that are... Um, dysfunctional (laughs) that way Um, and who really don't get on with each other and that's a challenge but I think if you take the you know we're saying about Pareto realm a few minutes ago 80-20 80% of family businesses work the same way uh, and that means that most family businesses uh, think act and do in a very similar way and what that means is 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 that they've, they've started from scratch all family businesses have started from scratch, so you know, you know I'm well known for talking about filling the fridge and uh, starting by putting food on the table. Now, it depends in the life cycle of the family business how the sales process works. So if you, you, know, if you take different examples, you know, I don't know, it's, um, I'll stereotype. Uh, father works, he, he starts by, um, uh, he's on the tools, if you like to use the expression, you know, he's a chippy, he's a carpenter or something, and then son comes along 20 years later, father is showing son how it works, and he shows how he gets the business by, you know, by referral and slow transfers. When you start to get to a larger business, I don't know, a, a service-based business or a um, um, metal bashing business, say, for instance, something like that, and you've got lots of people in the business, then all of a sudden the pressure is very different because when son comes, uh, say son or daughter comes in, um, they are being told by uh, dad, possibly by mom, more and more so now, and it's certainly in the next sort of ten to twenty years, you're going to see that a lot, lot more, which is great. Um, it's tough, and the answer to it, I believe, is that everybody has to understand what their role and responsibility is. I think that that's the key. It's about understanding what's expected of you, what's expected to do. And whilst recognising that, that you're a family, you've got to recognise that you're, you know, you're, you're doing the work for the, for the business at the end of the day. But you can't divorce it. I'm, I'm a firm believer that people will say, well, no, no, business is business, it's not family. That's impossible. You can't switch off being a dad. You, know, you both know that. You can't switch off being a dad. You can't switch off being a son or daughter. Better to embrace it. Certainly with our family business, that's how we work. Uh, but I think the key is to have very clear what that role is and very clear uh, the measurements of success. Although that bit might be clear, Peter, I've got this vision in my mind of the salesperson, the son or daughter, mm. um, setting off with clarity and focus, but still 
is going to have a one-to-one with dad stroke mum around the dinner table. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which may not be the best environment to have a chat. So is there, is there a risk that even though they might start off with focus and clarity, it sort of dilutes around the family dinner table rather than a one-to-one in an office environment? I think it depends on, on what rules you set once the business gets a little large and you've got multi-generation levels involved. Um, I try certainly with my clients to say, look, you are going to talk about business around a dinner table, but I would suggest you try very hard not to. It's only their own business that we try very hard not to. Because it's a mistake, actually, because you, the lines are so blurred. If you're not carefully talking about business all the time, and as a family, you need to be a family. Um, so hopefully you're running a business in business time. There's always exceptions to that. Um, but you try hard to make those conversations happen in business time at the business. The more you do that, the better you can switch it off so that you know you can have father, daughter, father, son, time, vice versa. And interestingly, you know, the, the more obvious way with the family business is that a, a son or daughter comes in as the next generation and they take over the sales process. Well, actually, quite often that's quite hard because dad's always done it a certain way, mom's always done it a certain way, or what have you. And it's quite hard for the, them to let go. As you well know, uh, mm. letting go is part of, part of that challenge. So even when you get somebody who's very, very good, um, them letting go from a family perspective is a lot tougher, a lot, lot tougher. Whereas, you know, if it's what I call a corporatized business, I now a non-family business, um, you, you can make those lines... It's easier, isn't it? It's a lot easier, hell of a lot easier. That's mm. why family businesses. Um, are more challenging. They're great, but they, yeah, they are, there's a completely different level of um, dynamics that you have to think about. Mm. So yeah, I mean, in a, in a corporatized business, if you're a salesperson and you're promoted or take on another role in the business, you hand over that sales job with its job description to somebody else and they get on with it and you get on with your job. That's right. Whereas in a family business, you're saying that because you're dad or mum and handing over the sales job that you've always been doing is much more difficult because you don't want to let go of it. Well, it might be that you don't want to let go of it, or, or the reverse, where they let go of it too much. So it's a bit of both. I, you know, I, I had a sales career in corporate time for 20-odd years, and I ran sales teams, been national sales manager and director and all the rest of it. And the truth was, although it seemed challenging at the time, it's nothing as much as challenging with the family business when it's a challenge. If it's not a challenge, it works really well and you don't have the corporate dynamics and the politics of all that rubbish that can, ha- that can, uh, that can happen in, in uh, a corporatized culture. But you can get family politics. So the challenge with family politics is, you know, especially if you've got siblings, sibling rivalry. I, I worked for a family business in my early 20s. I'm 61 now. So it was the first family business I'd worked for and it was a horrible business. The father was a tyrant and he brought his two sons into the business and he literally set them against each other with two different divisions of that business, uh, basically saying, well, whoever comes up best will take over the business. Funnily enough, the divorce rate in that business was huge. Um, And there are some family businesses around like that, but the vast majority are caring, have good value sets, and therefore the nurturing process that you wouldn't get in a corporate business because it would be very structured and you do this, you do that, and it's, you know, it's three plus nine and six plus six, and, all, and you're either against your target or you're not, and you're up or you're down. 
a family business will give more license. It will give more. Um, um, it'll give people more time. It'll give more. Uh, it'll put more behind it. It'll give more time. That's good news. The bad news is the profit profitability in the bottom line of the business might suffer because of it. But don't forget, family businesses tend to think in the long term. They 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 don't they're not thinking about what we've got to do for the shareholders this no. year. They're absolutely thinking about how's it going to impact on the. the but that nurturing itself. process does that mean then that you could end up being a better salesperson than if you worked in a corporate? I think it's different. That's you could be careful with that. That's contentious, isn't it? Um, I just yeah, think it's, that's why I say. Yeah, it. no, I just think trust you. Uh, I just whoop, I just think. Well, there we go. We just tried to destroy the table, but it wasn't me, so I'm okay. Um, I just think it's different. I just think it's different. I think family businesses selling in the main sell in a slightly different way, and perhaps we could talk about that later on. But, uh, uh, and I think corporates sell in a different way. I think a lot of family businesses don't actually sell. Whereas I think a lot of corporatized business, even now, with although we've got generations that look at selling in a very different way to perhaps as I did, you know, when you had the original IBM sales structures selling and all the rest and the blue suit and the red tie and white shirt routine. Um, selling now is different to what it used to be, but it's it's close to how family businesses generally sell, which is is to create relationships. It's all about relationships with family businesses. Um, that's the way family businesses work. So the, the, a family business salesperson is more of a relationship maintainer, builder yeah, kind of person than going out there and selling. Yeah. 80-20 again. Uh, there are exceptions to it, particularly in certain types of family business where it really is a uh, how many do you want you know, yeah. uh, a, a type business. Uh, but for the main and, and any type of family service-based business, it's about relationships. It's about creating because family businesses want long-term relationships because they they think like they think relationally, they think long-term, generally speaking. So therefore, the the, the sale process from a uh, from a salesperson who is son, daughter, with mum and dad or whatever would naturally become relational based. So is that a message for? Corporate businesses then that if they thought more about relationships, yeah, they'd sell better. Yeah, yeah. that's my experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it does depend on the type of business that you're doing, uh, but yeah, absolutely. I personally think that the, the the good old days of press hard sign here, top copies yours, long since gone. I think it was gone when I was running. You know, uh, you know, two hundred people back in the nineties. Uh, I, th- I think it was you know it was going then, but to me it's definitely gone now. And with family businesses, um, uh, it, it, it it's always been that way. I think for most, there's always exceptions to all these rules, but um, uh, family businesses think a lot more about relationships. They know a lot more about their clients, so therefore, if you've got next generation coming in, they'll be expected not just to get to understand the business, they'd be expected to get to understand the clients, which means creating relationships in whatever form that they're comfortable creating relationships with. Uh, and uh, they're much more comfortable uh, at working with people for the long term. That's the good news. The downside could be is that they can, if they're not careful, take their eye off the ball, uh, spending so t- too much time creating those relationships and not making sure the business does come in profitably in the right way. I don't know about your experience, Phil, but I don't know. It's definitely my experience is that. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. So it's all about the relationships. 
yeah. both within the family yeah. and outside. It's all about the dynamics of the family, understanding the dynamics of the family, understanding the, uh, uh, the dynamics and those relationships. It's not just a mum and dad. You know, uh, it, it's about understanding how they all fit in that organisation. One of the clients I've been dealing with recently... Uh, they had a what I would call a corporatized consultant came to chat with them, and came along with corporate thinking. That's their background, but they came into that family business. It's a sizable and successful family business, and they looked at the different people. And they said, "Well, first of all, you've got to sack your marketing director and bring something different in." The marketing director currently is the mother. Now, I don't care what you say in a family business; they're not going to sack the mother. They're just not going to because the person who actually controls that business quietly, of course, is mum. So you've got to understand those dynamics of how that family works because the way it works is the way it will sell and promote itself to other businesses. So therefore, the way it has always sold is probably the way it moves forward in the marketplace with the next generations. The challenge comes is when the, ne the next generation recognises the market's moved. So, of course, we've got all the whole thing. You know the whole thing with social presence, etc. Life has changed. The challenge is bringing those, that, that older generation along to be, be comfortable with it because they'll say, but we've always sold this way. Do you think there's a risk for salespeople contemplating joining a family business that they might be thinking that promotion isn't going to be done against some objective criteria? It's going to be done with, well... Where, I, where am I in the family's favours book? Or do I get on with Dad? Or do I know the eldest daughter? Uh, and so on and so on. That, that might make some salespeople a little bit nervous about I think it would. putting their career into a, into a family business. Funny enough, I was talking to somebody uh, at one of our events last week about this. Uh, and um, uh, it was uh, a woman in her late 20s. And she'd worked for a family business that didn't go down very well because of the reasons you're, you're suggesting, actually. She could see there's no career path. Mm. And it was basically a family plus a little bit, if that makes sense. Mm. There was nowhere for her to go. Um, uh, and I said, but did you learn a lot? And she said, yes, I learned a lot about the, how to work with family dynamics. And I said, so what are you doing now? And she laughed and said, I'm working with another family business. They're lovely, but actually there's more opportunity because, frankly, it's a bigger business. And so there's more opportunity inside it. So to me, I felt that she'd learned, she'd learned the job, she'd learned the ropes, mm. but she'd learned how to be a family business salesperson. And she decided that she wanted to go for a bigger place mm. and have more opportunity there. So yeah, I think that with certain family businesses, you've got a job and that's kind of it. And it's not going to be anything else. But don't forget, not some of the largest businesses in the world are family businesses. So if you like the family business ethic, it's just the fact that you want to take your career farther, the, the, you know, the opportunity of joining a larger family business. There's no reason why not. So mm. there is a danger to it, yes, but I think there's also an opportunity as well. Mm. And I guess that's the, the moral of the story, isn't there? There are dangers, but there are opportunities, yeah. and it's up to our listeners to evaluate that. And should they go for an interview to be very aware of that and ask the right questions and so on? Yeah, I think so. And I, I think... Bottom line for me is family businesses, it's either your bag or it isn't. I, I, uh, experience has, has told me that over the years because I've worked, with, worked in and with, uh, with, with all sorts of businesses over the years. Um, family businesses are different. They're more, far more value-set driven. Um, 
they are focused in a different way and it either suits you or it doesn't just as it would to work in the public sector or the corporate sector and it depends which works for you in, re in, uh, in relation to the a sales career of how you feel you can be best perform and be the happiest frankly because then we all know a happy salesperson can be, is likely to be a successful yeah, salesperson. That's a great place to stop thank you very much great comment there so You've been listening to the Sales Chat Show, driving your sales forward at saleschatshow.com, talking to Peter Robell, the family businessman. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, Peter. Thank you. You have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. Good.